Do you believe in accountable love? Hello. Welcome to Accountable Love, home of the love snobs, where love is a group journey. My name is Aziz. I'm Jerry. And today we'll be talking about the story of us. We are all searching for stability. We are all looking for absolutes in humanity. But there are no absolutes. There's only accountable love. A love that says when you pick a partner and friend, they will show up with their daily best and you will give them your all as well. We all deserve love at its highest form. So the love snobs are here to tell you, you deserve everything. You deserve a high class love. Now, people, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, in person, always question, are we a couple? Or did we date before? Did we... You know, are we dating now? Are we having sex? Are we, you know, are we truly friends? Is it platonic? Does he want something from me? <laughs> Do I want something from her? Does she want something from me? Mm-hmm. You know, they ask a lot of questions regarding our relationship. And, you know, we are platonic. But where we started was, you know, we met in high school. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't in high school. My brother went to high school and introduced me to a friend of hers that, I, you know, he thought I would be compatible with. And yeah, he was trying to hook them up, and we all hung out, and they didn't hit it off too well, but we... We didn't hit it off too well. I mean, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but in the all. process, we all I got to know him. So we all hung out together as a group, and so the we was it was a whole bunch of us. So the group of friends will all hang out, and then there was the younger brother who had his own group of friends. So whenever I... I was the younger brother, by the way. <laughs> So they all hung out in in high school, and I was a younger brother. So there was sometimes we would go to his brother's house, and he would be there with his friends, and then I would kind of branch off and start talking to him, and that's kind of how the friendship kind of started. Well, she had a boyfriend at the time, a boyfriend that I, you know, I, I was knew. like, I did. Yeah, a boyfriend <laughs> that I knew. So you know, I didn't even see her in that way. You know, I thought she was attractive, but she was slim, and I loved you know chunky women. Yeah, I was a size or zero. chunky girls. Excuse me. <laughs> So, you know, I was after, I was chubby chasing, I was after her chubby friend, you know what I mean? Even though I didn't know who she was. At the time when mm-hmm. I seen her, I thought, you know, all right, she's chubby, she's my speed, just like my brother said. So, I tried to, you know, talk to her. But but she wouldn't talk to him. So, we were all, we were all together and she was just being really silly. She wanted and the older brother. Yeah, she wanted she, yeah, she want the older brother. She was being and real silly. She off to me. And she just <laughs> wouldn't, like, he came to the school for her and... Nothing. So I kind of felt bad. <laughs> oh, see, now is the charity no, 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 case. You it, see that? <laughs> I did. I felt mind bad. You, I was, uh, mind you, in I his, was okay, he, and yes, popular. In his mind, in his high school, he was the Not joint. in my mind. I didn't say even in my high school. I'm just saying in, growing up. Whatever. In that situation, she was, she, she was too cool for him. So... He was kind of like lingering in the back, listening to music. Did you like you had big headphones at that time too, right? Definitely. <laughs> and um, I felt I felt bad that my friend was not really, you know, talking to him and trying to get to know him, even though she he came to the school to meet her. Yeah, so, so I was a charity case. Yeah, I get. Yeah, that's how it actually started out. So that's the reality. I of mean, it. but the point is, you you know, you was talking to me, and we would talk, and we would always have these real intense, like nice discussions. And we would kind of drift off from the rest of the group and hang out, you know. But I obviously didn't see in that way, so I'd be talking about a friend and, or talking about random topics or talking about, our, you know, things that we have in common or interests and things of that nature. And, you know, I, 
we kind of went through what I would say four months of that. No, it was it happened. So it happened. So not even four months. No, I'm not saying four months um, repeatedly, but throughout the time you was around when they used to come to my house. We used to, you know, whether it was raining or snowing, our house was the hangout. So I used to come to our house. Then she would talk to me anytime they came to our house. Or I had a basketball game one time. Her and an older friend came to pick me up, which the older friend I knew from after school program when we was younger. But she, they came, they came to pick me up from my game, my basketball game. And you know, we always was just talking anytime we was in contact with each other. But we all lost contact because my older brother, I guess, stopped hanging out with the same group. So we all lost contact. But she lived in the vicinity. She lived in our neighborhood somewhere around. Yeah, we all grew up in East Harlem. So I would always run into him. <laughs> and we were the same age. So we would run into each other at, and we weren't the best students. So we would run into each other at night school, summer school. I mean, before that, we run each other. We run into each other around, around the neighborhood. Around the neighborhood. Yeah. And every time we ran into each other, our, there my was always a connection. Be, yeah, my friends would be over there. Her friends would be over there. And we would just sit there and talk, and they were like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, rushing us, so on and so forth. So, you know, that that's how that all started. And, you know, we just had a connection. But at the time, you know, we didn't think of it as anything. And it was we still a platonic it, Yeah, romantically, mm-hmm. we didn't think. I mean, I didn't have butterflies or anything when I seen it. It, was just, it just came real natural. Until the time we saw each other in summer school, and he was Definitely. trying to bag me. Well, at that point, she done gained a little weight. Well, I noticed now that she had on some tights, but <laughs> she looked like she gained a little weight. You know, she was kind of closer to what I, I, I liked, and, you know, I always thought she was attractive. So, you know, those are the things that now I'm older, and I'm looking at things differently, but I was dating somebody. I was with a, a woman, and when we say woman, it was no, a No, 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 let's go. You're skipping a, a point, so... Oh. One day I saw him on the train, and he asked me for a piece of gum. <laughs> okay, I was on the. Tr- I went to night school with her friends. Yeah. And she went to a whole different night school, so we all took the train together because her night school was on the way to our night school. So we all took the train. When she got off, I asked for a piece of gum. When she got off the train, you know, I was like, "Dad, Jerry just gave me the ju- gave me this gum," and so, he kept it. <laughs> yeah, I saved it. I saved Forever. it. I had a keepsake. I yeah. had a keepsake box. I saved all kinds of things in the keepsake box. I mean, I guess I was my mother's daughter, but I had a your mother's daughter. I'm just saying, like I, I did. Oh, a lot I see of what you're saying. I'm nature. like, what? You no, know, I saved things. I had teddy bears. I had all these things, and I mean, at the same time, I guess I was her, her boy too, because I was, you know, one of the more physical boys too. So I'm just saying, like, so she just wanted to add that because she wanted to show how much I was stressing her. Yeah. But it's from afar, you know. And then time passed. We ended up in summer school. Night school was in the. In the winter, in the winter time, yeah. Summer school, we went to summer school. Now I'm dating, you know, an older woman, and you know I'm in my own planet, and I think I'm the man, and I'm not really dealing with anybody my age, and I'm going to summer school just to get out so I can, you know, provide for my older woman. Provide for his family. <laughs> well, provide for my older woman, you know, at the time, and you know I thought I was just so in love, you know, and this was it, and I signed up to be, you know, a husband and signed up to get myself together. And, you know, because I was delinquent, obviously, because I was going to summer school and night school. I didn't want to go to school all the time. So what happened was I ran into Jerry there. Yeah, and, he was- and she tried to get cute and asked me not to talk to her. Well, I was talking to ha- her. We walked up the stairs together and we were talking. But 
she had another guy she liked in her gym class, and she asked me not to talk to her because she didn't want him to no, no, think no. that we was together. I didn't say not talk to me. I said I didn't see the thing about Aziz. He's always been affectionate, so whenever we would see each other, we would always give each other a hug. But when we went to summer school, I did have my eye on a guy there that I had a crush on for a while, and so I asked Aziz if he could just slap me high five and not hug me. Yeah, see, this is where it gets crazy. <laughs> Because, you know, she hugged me every other time. She hugged me anytime she seen me. She seemed excited. And now all of a sudden she was acting fly. So, you know, I just was telling her, like, okay, go then in the gym class. Then you speaking to me, right? Wait up. I said, go in the gym <laughs> class with your loose spandex. She had some loose spandex <laughs> at the time. Like, she thought she was handling her business. But, you know, it could have been a little tighter. They were supposed to be spandex. But, you know, I guess we always wearing baggy things at the, <laughs> at the time. So she thought spandex counted. So, you they know. were my gym shorts. <laughs> well, they were supposed to be spandex. They were supposed I to be mean, spandex gym shorts. And they, they weren't. They was baggy. So <laughs> I asked you to keep it moving and go in there with the baggy, the baggy, you know, and I just stopped talking to all together. But let's even take a moment. Like, who takes gym in summer school? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you did, obviously. Like, that's like the dumbest thing. Like, you who obviously. doesn't pass gym? Like, yeah. that's just, whatever. It's crazy. Anyway. But I'm just saying, you, you went in there and you... You went into the gym, and that's the last time I talked to you for maybe half of summer school. And then one of your other friends was in summer school. No, one of your other friends was in summer school. So we all went on the train together, and I caught myself not still talking to you, but I was talking to the friend. And, you know... It, they, they, that's the time when we was playing no, on the no, train. No, no, that yes, happened. that's definitely the time. No, that's the time we was playing on was. the train. Yeah, we was playing on the train. She was hitting whatever, and then yeah. she threw up. Yeah, but that was the first and, day. And it, continue playing with us like nothing happened. We all looking at her like, yo, you just threw up. That's not really relevant to this story right now, so we can keep moving. I know, but I'm just saying that that it, it just jogged my memory. Yeah. But what I'm saying, <laughs> yo, that, that was disgusting. But what I'm saying is, um. So, you know, then we, you know, obviously we was playing and, you know, everybody's play fighting and running through the train and we got off the train and we still play fighting. And so all of that, you know, I guess we spoke again, but we lost touch yet again. And so then, baggy spandex and all, he was still feeling me, by the way. No, I don't know about feeling her because, like I said, I was already into somebody. Okay. I did used to tell that somebody that if I had to deal with an ideal person, it would have been Jerry, but... I don't, I don't know about feeling, meaning I was focused on where I was. I didn't know yet that, you know, he, yeah, things would happen. So, excuse me. So, um, so one time I go to a basketball game in high school, and everybody's there, and her and her friend is there. and you know. So I we're just speaking gotta, again, by the way. Yeah, but this is, I mean, maybe two, three years later, two. no. It was like a Maybe year. Maybe a year later. Okay. A year later. So we ran to each other again. And I'm like, you know, I, I just basically got kicked out of my second school and had to go to alternative school and basically, you and know. And I happened I, to be in the same and I asked situation. Her, yeah, I asked her what's going on. She just got kicked out of school for fighting. Yeah, this, you know, young lady, this, this then that younger, doesn't add older to the, woman This doesn't fights. add to the story right now, but continue. Regardless. Whether that's his story or not. The point was, I needed a high school. And so he was telling me that I should go to the high school that he goes to. And I was like, oh, hell no. I don't want to go to that high school. Like, I'm just not doing it. it. But the reality was, I needed a school. So when I went down to the the Board of Education, they basically told me that because of my age and because of my truancy truancy record, that they were going to have a hard time placing me in school. So get my GED. And I really don't want to get my GED. So... 
I was desperate. I was like, well, just put me anywhere. I just want to finish school. I want to finish high school. So when I got home, I, I had a message. They left a message on the answer machine. And basically, the school that they picked for me was the school that Aziz was actually currently attending. This is what I'm saying. But I didn't tell him. So I didn't call him to tell him. So basically, I start, and I started school mid-year. So I started school like that January, February, the second semester. So, so I'm coming out of chemistry. <laughs> and I'm up on the third floor and I come down and by the time, you know, by the time I'm on my way down the hall, they talking about, oh, there's some new girl. She look good. She look good. You got to meet her. Some new girl. She look good. And I'm like, yo, who this new girl? She's like, I'm telling you. She look, And obviously all my friends thought I was really picky because I, you know, who like they, they like who's a committed person at like 18 years old. You know, like to committed, somebody who was like 50. wake up regardless, wake <laughs> up, make sure you go to school and then come straight back home to who you committed to. So they're looking at me like, come on, you got to think this person's good. This got to be the one to sway you because, you know, we trying to hang out and you always being an old man. So I'm like, all right, who's this person? So I'm coming. So he's you, your class was downstairs. No, my class was up the stairs. And you, I was coming, was coming and I was up coming the up the stairs, the Definitely. same staircase. And midway, like, we met, like, each other, like, in the middle. And I looked up at him, and he looked down at me. He was like, you're the new girl? <laughs> yeah, we knew. We knew that was the we knew that was the new girl. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I knew who they was talking about now, you know, because she was good looking. So mm-hmm. I kind of figured they was talking about her. But obviously, to me, it's somebody I knew already. So, you know, it's downplayed a little bit. So he was like, yo, you know her? Because I'm sitting there talking, and they're like, oh, sure, you know her. What up? So I'm trying to hook up with my friends. You know, because I'm in a committed relationship. I'm not worried about it. Who who now starts wanting to take me, you know, because she worked at the time. I've always worked. I've been working so since So she was, was a worker. I was home with my mama. <laughs> you know what I mean? He had the good life. So, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't have a job. So she used to always, oh, you know, let's go to KFC, treating me to lunch all the time. So I'm like, wait up. You know, so I go home. Back and when I used to eat chicken. <laughs> long story short, you know, me, I, me and the older woman – Broke up, shocker. Yeah, we broke up because, you know, she had other obligations and it was over for me. And Cradle Robin Robin wasn't one of them. Okay, let's not go go crazy. That has no relevance to the story. So, um, we basically, you know, I told her what happened and, you know, obviously she treated me to KFC that day, you know, and then we, I think we left, then we leave, it was KFC. Then we leave like... Maybe we might have left a period before school. Before no, we were no longer cutting class at that time. I think we left like a period. I don't really believe him. You may have left them, and I met you after because we I went didn't. to my friend's house. So we wound up going to my friend's house, and she's like, "Oh, she tried to hit me with like a line. Like, what, what was the line? Like, I got gum in my mouth." Oh, cut it out. That did not happen. Yeah, you hit me with something lame and then basically alerting, you know, letting me know you wanted to kiss and that's what happened. We kissed and things started from there. I don't quite remember how it went down, but I don't remember using a lame ass line about do you want the gum in my mouth? Like really? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It was lame. <laughs> So right there, I mean, you was real Spanish back then. So listen, <laughs> I mean, come on, come on. I mean, you dress nice. You had the hood flavor. You, you know, like you, you look like one of us, but I don't know. You know what I mean? I was unsure. So long story short, we dated 
for how long did we last? Two and a half years. Oh yeah, maybe. We dated for two and a half years, but at that age, you know, it seems like twelve years. So we dated. We went through. It was intense. Yeah, we went <laughs> through trials and tribulations like anybody else. You know, mm-hmm. like I mean. But the one thing that we said that we will always do is be friends. Now I wasn't always the best at it because, of course, he moved on first. Yeah. So he moved on, and well, he went away to college. Well, we broke. We didn't break up because I went away to college. We broke up because <laughs> she wanted. You know, at the time, everybody was like. You know, oh, my nickname was, was Face, so everybody was like, Face, 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 Face. And she did, that's Face's girl. So she wanted her own understanding, identity, yeah. her own mind, her own identity. When they used to say that's Jerry's man, I didn't care. So, you know, over time that took its toll because, you know, she wanted she wanted to explore a little more. I was already very serious and a very serious person and wanted to be in a serious relationship and wanted to, you know, be a husband. And, you know, that was a dream of mine. So I felt, I felt like I found the person I wanted to be with. But... She wanted to explore more, and she, you know, she was she was in love with me in her mind. But the point is, she you could tell she wanted something different because she was offended by being called my girlfriend. And over time, it took its toll. So that's why we broke up. Nobody really understood why at that age, because they're like, well, people cheat on each other. People go through all kinds of stuff, and y'all broke up for that. So I guess we was a little deeper than everybody else in their minds. But we just, I didn't see a relationship going further if... She wanted to still be her own person, and she needed to explore some things. Well, because t- I was her first. Well, at the time I was, if, at the time I didn't want to be known as his girlfriend in that way. So it just was something that I was searching for my identity. I kind of felt like I was like the trophy girlfriend. Like everyone's like, "Oh, your girlfriend's so pretty. You face girl. You're it. this, that, and the third. I was far from pretty. No, you fall, <laughs> fall from the trophy girl. Like you so just wasn't it just something that arm. used to rub me the wrong way, and I didn't like it. So I, so it's, it's yeah, it was something that I thought that I needed to. I didn't. He broke up with me. I didn't break up with him. So even though I had those feelings, I still stuck it through, and he saw right through it. So he was like, "Yeah, I'm not doing this." <laughs> Definitely. So for a little while, you know, she we we broke up. I go to school, you and know, he meets a girl. Well, actually, he met two girls. No, I met. I mean, I, I met a girl that was like maybe a transitional girl, and then I met a girl that would become my girlfriend. Yeah. So, and when I say transitional, I didn't have sex with her. I didn't do anything with her. I might have kissed her. You did. Yeah, I kissed her. Listened to a few of her stories, helped her with a few of her problems, and you know, obviously, I've always been this problem solver, relationship guy, and I've always wanted to talk to people, and I've always been intrigued by relationships. So. That's how, you know, a lot of some of my, you know, girlfriends or interactions started with me, you know, helping, 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 which I learned later would be an issue with, you know, starting relationships. But at the end of the day, that was the person I transitioned with. And then it was a person that was actually my girlfriend at the time. And Jerry was still my best friend. So this is where all the problems started. Yeah, because we said that we will always be friends and it sounded good. And I. My heart wanted to still be your friend, but it was really difficult to watch him with someone else and to kind of see that you were still kind of going through the same things that we went through. So I'm like, why wouldn't you just stay with me? Like, it was kind of, I did get resentful at times and competitive and, you know, I just wanted him or I knew that because Aziz is the type of man that he means what he says, says what he means. So if he said that we will always be friends, we'll always be friends. And I took advantage of that. (laughs) 
Definitely. So I wasn't always the yeah, I wasn't always the best <laughs> friend at the time. So I was I had the title, but I didn't I didn't always do right by him because I made his life a little bit more hectic. Definitely. Because I wasn't really ready to, I was selfish. I didn't. I wasn't necessarily ready to be a girlfriend, but I wasn't ready to have you single. Like I didn't want you to be with somebody either. She wanted me basically to stay and wait for her while she go do her thing. But at the end of the day, I had a girlfriend and I stayed focused and I made sure you know me and her were always in touch. And my girlfriend knew who was gonna be my best friend and whoever was gonna destroy the relationship was her and I. If Jerry did something to me or did something that was crossing the line, then our relationship would, you know, take a hit. But other than that, I'm not going to stop a relationship that I already had to prove to a woman that I'm trying to build my life with because they're both going to be in my life. Mm -hmm. That, oh, well, if I eliminate her, maybe I'm close to my girlfriend. That doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. So I really had strong principles. And like she said, my word is my bond. And it was important for me to keep my word. So I'm going to, you know, I was going to be her friend regardless. But I did call out anytime she crossed the line and was trying to, you know, be extra, do what she do and <laughs> trying to, you know, divide the relationship. I basically was telling her, listen, this friendship is going to be hard if you continue to do what you're doing, you know. So I basically we, we had our discussions. We had our falling outs. We had our, you know, we didn't talk to each other for a month or two. You know, like we had those ordeals for the course of that relationship. And then, you know, she started messing with somebody, so it became a lot easier, <laughs> obviously. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the, the man is always wrong when he moves on first. But as soon yeah. as the woman gets, you know, a partner, now everything is even. So, you know, she found the partner. He was older now. Mm-hmm. So now we can start calling him grandpa. And I had a, you know, and the girl I was with was, what, he was only three seven. years younger than me? She was three years. Yeah. yeah, three years younger than me. So here I am, like with somebody younger and I act like an old man. So that, you know, that didn't work out. So in my situation didn't work out either, but we still continue to be friends anyway. And so even throughout that, we still never decided, we didn't decide to get back together. We just still continue to be friends and try to build on our, on our friendship. Definitely. I mean, we had, we're not going to sit here and say through the course of breakups, we didn't have our times where we, just decided to do intimate things with each other. We wasn't oh. having sex. No, no, we weren't having sex. But we decided sex. to do intimate things, and that kind of got old. So, well, we, he 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 fails to tell people this story, but so. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> so we we had a moment, and you know he looked up at me and asked me if um, did he think we should get back together? We hung out so much, and I was just saying, and like, he just broke up with his girlfriend, and he was like. We still had love for each other, so he was saying, you know, why don't we just, instead of starting over with other people, why don't we get back together? And I said no. She said, you know, she was still in the same place. She was searching. <laughs> and I said I was, no. I was really, yeah, but I was really thinking that that was just the right thing to do. I didn't know. But he also said that once I said no, he realized that it was kind of one of those things. Like, he was reflecting, thinking, it didn't work out with this person. We already, ha- like, why can't we? We already have chemistry. Yeah, we, why can't we just kind of We're friends. We start the right all- way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it just wasn't there anymore. So, we kind of, that, that, that was, that was our time. closure. Yeah, it was, because that was the last time we ever did it. Like, we we ever did anything Even with each other. Even explored that option. Mm-hmm. And we moved on. And and how long ago was that? Like, ugh. I know. And then we had relationships after that, obviously. And then and, I became a parent. And she became a parent. And I became the godfather of a child and helped her through that process and Mm -hmm. obviously we raised her daughter together as a team Mm -hmm. and you know that's where people get a little fuzzy because i guess they can't really see how 
a man could step up without trying to get in some woman's pants or mm-hmm. trying to have an agenda. Mm-hmm. So, so they in there. So in everyone's mind, they think that he's he's this great guy who's in the wings, just waiting for his opportunity. And then in your situation, they're thinking that. I mean, don't they think the same thing? You think? I mean, they they. Well, not necessarily with me. They so don't much think anymore. it anymore because yeah. of Jasmine, but which is another person that I'm. That's my ex, but now they're my friends. So that's I think mm-hmm. that's what the issue is. But it's his like most we always, relationship. Yeah, we always, like I always remain friends with the people I've, you know, been intimate with or the people. I think it's very important to build the friendship first. Mm-hmm. So I've always remained friends with the, the people that I shared the most intimate moments with. I don't understand how people can be nasty to each other and how people can. It's like, how could you once love somebody? Yeah, and, and then, then go into a whole oh, nother yeah. mode. and. Don't say I'm not. Nobody can say we don't understand it. We don't see the process. We've seen enough movies. We've seen enough real life stories to understand why it turns into something negative. Because people can't handle the emotions and they don't deal with their principles. Yeah. I deal with the principle of maintaining our friendship first. So I make sure that I treat the person I'm with as if they're my friend. So you, I mean, you could cheat on your girlfriend, but you can't cheat on your friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it it double it doubles up. Mm-hmm. Meaning I wouldn't cheat on my girlfriend, but I definitely wouldn't cheat on my friend. So mm-hmm. it doubles up in my mind. So when we, when I join any relationship, I promise to like, you know, never, never destroy them, never bash them, never break up in, on bad terms. Let's communicate well. And it's always worked out for me because I'm not like, quote unquote, great friends with or friends with all of them, all of my um, exes. But, you know. I am friends with two of my exes that happen to be my village that make up my village that, you know, and everybody's, oh, y'all must be sleeping together. Um, You know, (laughs) I didn't have sex for like eight years after my last relationship. So Mm -hmm. that I'm not saying I didn't do other things, but I didn't have sex like intercourse with anybody. You sound like Bill Clinton. Well, I mean. (laughs) I didn't have sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky. (laughs) I inhaled. I didn't pump. But, you know. It didn't, I didn't have sex because I believe in sex, you know, to this day, I believe sex now is a, you know, is a way where you actually marry a person and commit to a person. So I saved that for whoever I'm with permanently. But, uh, you know, I have done other things and tried, you know, dated and tried to, you know, have relationships with other women, but not having sex, I guess it gets old for them fast and they move on. A lot of them went back to the exes, but... <laughs> they move on <laughs> luggage um but anyway we still <laughs> but we still maintain friends o- along the years and like like as yeah, he said it hasn't story. been easy we have had our trials and tribulations i mean the longest that we haven't spoke like the longest we Eight stopped speaking maybe? to each other yeah i mean Eight we would months. we would get into arguments and then well we get in an argument I, well last argument we got into you know you like two days ago no oh. <laughs> Stop being nervous. <laughs> Last argument we got into, I mean, before the time we didn't talk for eight months, she was single and all in breaking up with one of her, you know, her baby father. And now she was in, uh, she was engaged next time I spoke to her. So, <laughs> I mean, I sure was. Yeah, she was engaged and, you know, I was happy for her. I didn't, you know, there was no ill will. That's what, that's what the, it's hard for people to believe. A good looking girl, a good looking guy, they have to be together but you just don't have like you have that family love for each other now because you know you're happy for them to succeed you're happy for them to be in relationships you know you you still feel that 
you're still upset if they're not with a good person. You know what I mean? So you still have that, damn, I really not- want you to be with a good person, but it's in a friend way. It's not in a intimate sexual way. So, but I think you hit it on the nose. It's more. It's a family. It's like a family love. Like the bond that we have now is more. Like I know I joke and say like you're like my brother, but that's how it feels. Like it feels like I have so much love for you, and it's not in a romantic way. Like I don't look at you, and even though I do think that you are attractive, mm-hmm. I don't look at you and I'm like oh, like you know, checking you out in that way. Definitely. But I mean, it's the same here. It's hard for you to see it that way. Yeah. It's like a, a attractive sister. You know mm-hmm. they're attractive, but mm-hmm. it's hard for you to see it that way. Just to even pitching them in a sexual way, and if you gotta like force your way, force yourself to pitching them sexually, mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't go there. So, <laughs> so that that's where the bottom line is. Like we don't go there because we don't pitch them. You know, I don't picture her in a sexual way, and then I've, and she doesn't picture me in a sexual way. So, you know, over time we, you know, hung out, and she, you know, would go on her. She would go like for maybe two weeks not talking, and back. You know, we wasn't really friends. We had to build it back up because well, yeah. after the eight months, mm-hmm. her lifestyle changed. My lifestyle was some of the same because you know, I obviously at a young age I already understood where I wanted to be had a strong faith and mm-hmm. that's very important so when you have a faith you kind of live live through that faith and see where it gets you so and i was being i was living earthly so he was like a okay dis- i wasn't like you know I wasn't was. a buddha no i'm oh. saying you acting like no, i was no, a monk no 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 no, no, I mean, no that's not what that's not what i was saying i was okay. just saying like meaning that i was like let's not talk in spiritual words because that could mean anything Accountable love, meaning we explain. So I was more, I I chose to hang out. I was hanging out a lot. So I, because I wasn't with my child's father, she would be with him every other weekend. Oh, what? No, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. (laughs) She was with him. She would be with her dad every other weekend. So for a single mother, I had a lot of, I had a, a decent amount of free time. Definitely. So because of the free time, I will. You're you, not a single mother. No, 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 on paper. But I'm just. No, you're not a single mother on paper. You have people there supporting you. If you try to get away from that, when you have other people supporting you, how are you single? You're right. So. Let's be clear. You, have a, you had a village. So you Because had I had a village, Definitely. I had time. So I would spend that time dating, meeting new people, hanging out with friends and doing all that stuff. So. Because of that, we didn't, recreationally, we didn't do the same things. So we ne- we would catch up, but it wasn't as strong as it was when we were younger because we just didn't have things in common anymore. Someone that I actually wants to hang out with again. But we, you know, we always been very spiritually connected from the beginning. And mm-hmm. obviously we knew each other as children. We wanted to be and who we needed to be. And obviously through that, we fought and we did, has created some distance. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we kind of knew that we belonged in each other's lives but you know it wasn't as a partner it wasn't as a well i would guess it's a partner in life in some form yeah, of fashion but, but not as a significant like yeah, a significant not, not romantic we still you know yeah. she's single men she's single and, and i'm single women <laughs> so she's supposed to say but you know she oh, ain't my. looking out she's still trying to hold on hold, oh, hold me hold me <laughs> Leave I'm me single cock, until, until she finds somebody, right? She's still doing that. But at the end I've of the had, day, I've had like twenty boyfriends in between. Like, yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I was know. like the serial dater. Definitely, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I'm more of a serious person in that regard. So you know, I didn't have many, but I had some. But at the end of the day, we did find our way back to one another, and you know, it was very important for us to have a quality, quality people in in, in our lives, and we was each other's quality person, and. 
I'm not saying I just call her out. She calls me out on random things like, you know, when we talk about being vegan or she's like, you don't eat pork and you still eat shrimp. And then we had to look up scavengers and what they do and all this other stuff. And it's the same. Out the door. You know, other, all the other scavengers, I could care less. But shrimp, out the door. Like I had to, there's, there's being, we're being held accountable on both ends. You know, if somebody, a friend of mine's or a coworker of mine says something that, you know, she feels I should have addressed, she's going to say, yo, listen, you should have. And we might have a back and forth because I may not believe I should have addressed it. But she has won some of those battles and I had to go back and address it. Why? Because we held accountable and we are role models. So, you know, the friendship started the podcast. You mm-hmm. know, the friendship is what started the podcast. We had another friend of mine that, you know, actually brought the idea and she was managing me. But at the end of the day, she, you know, I asked Jerry to come aboard and we, you know, we created this podcast with her, with my other friend. And then it was, you know, it was history ever since, you know, because we always been conversationalists. We have a great village. We have a great group of friend, group of friends, and they kind of look at a male because I have another female friend that I obviously used to date since I said in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But we look at us, and they always wondering, you know, are they polygamous? Are they, you know, polyamorous? Are they, you know, they mm-hmm. always have a romantic understanding. Am I are they her? having sex? Or, yeah, like. like <laughs> And, you know, they kind of look as a cult because, you know, anybody that's inspirational and anybody that wants people to think differently is always, you know, a cult leader and trying well, to get that. something out of out of them. It's just the fact that we all seemingly get along. So you could tell that we're like minded and no one could really wrap their head around three people, two, two men, two women and a man and a man getting along and not have a hidden agenda. You know what Definitely. I mean? Like not like there's no way that they all are this content with each other and they're all not having sex. Like, but no, is like, it, is it really the, the man? Is it really the man and two females? Cause when you see a man that they like women kind of look at as like a cupcake or a nerd or a corny dude, he can up with as many women as possible and they don't think he's sleeping with all of them. Right. So it has to be something that unconsciously that they believe about each of us. Mm hmm that we have to be doing certain things and we have to be, you know, cause I've been disciplined and it's people we know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's people the, that's on the, our Facebook page kind of wondering these things, you know what I mean? But the thing so is, is like if, but the, they the, knew us. the reality is if we all wanted to sleep with each other, we could, you know what I mean? Like Especially in this world. Now, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Like, I mean, it's, the it, world it, allows it, it wouldn't even, we're all single so we can do what the no, hell No, but the want. crazy thing is the world would like more a more understanding with that yeah mm-hmm. because it's something at least identified this is something unknown to people mm-hmm. because they're like yo they just really friends they just really work well together they just really mm-hmm. look out for each other and i mean anybody i come in contact with she comes in contact jerry comes in contact with we're trying to always help and enhance mm-hmm. and i mean we get called a lot of on them or we're forcing beliefs on them or we forcing you know but we just think highly of people like we don't we don't let one person that we don't think highly of anymore mm-hmm. destroy our belief that the next person we meet, we think highly of. Like mm-hmm. we listen to what you have to offer and we try to bring it out of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she she doesn't do it in a way where, you know, it's as known because in her mind, that's not what she does. But she does do it all the time. She can't help herself. And me, I know what I'm doing 
and I actually own it. But at the end of the day, I think that that's my passion. That's my purpose in this world is to build strong relationships. So, well, I'm naturally a solution-driven person, so it's natural for me to solve a problem. You have a problem, I, I'll, I'll help you through it. Although it's not it because it comes so natural to me, it doesn't seem it doesn't. I wouldn't. You would. I know you don't think it's a job, but it doesn't seem like it's that big a deal that I'm helping you solve this problem it comes because so what else are we gonna do? With. You know what I mean? Like, what else are we gonna do? Like, let's get past this. Let's move forward. So basically, so, this podcast was there. Yeah, like, basically, the podcast was birthed when we was 15, and it just was something we realized at 40 that you know we needed the rest of the world to see how two people could come together actually go through a relationship, actually go through all mm-hmm. kinds of trials and tribulations, actually, and still not. And we don't have like horrible stories. Like I cursed you on the street. Yeah. Or I was nasty to you. Or, I mm-hmm. cheated on you. We just have straight, like we had raw discussions. We had real discussions and we came to understandings based on the information given mm-hmm. or information provided. Because, you know, when people say you're only human, only human is reason and evidence. Mm-hmm. So we gave good reasons and, whether one person wanted to hear it or not, it was something that we both couldn't, you know, run from because mm-hmm. every time, what was it? It was it was a clear understanding. And we would fight for, I mean, we sit there and go back and forth to this day for hours. You know, sometimes crying, sometimes yelling. It's not like we exempt from the raising crying, our voice. I'm the one crying, I'm the one yelling. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I yell too. We exempt from raising our voice or we exempt from having bad habits just because we're teaching accountable love and just because... We teach in relationships and healthy relationships, equal and healthy relationships, doesn't mean that we're exempt from actually falling short. We just yeah. know how to get back on the track every is time. Different. You get what I'm saying? We know how to get back. We don't just get back on track because we have years. Mm-hmm. We don't just get back on track because we believe it's the quote unquote right thing to do. We mm-hmm. get back on track because we believe it's the spiritual thing to do. Mm-hmm. We believe that it's important. We believe we have a love for one another. Mm-hmm. So, and having that love, we should treat each other with respect. So anytime we feel we cross the line, apology, I'll never do it again. We work not to do it again. It's a very simple understanding. Yeah. But <clears throat> this is how we got to this. Excuse me. This is how we got to this point. You know, we got to this point of accountable love through a strong friendship that started out as a friendship, turned into a relationship, and went back into a friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, so y'all, y'all should tune in. You know, this is very important work you know having equal relationships and like you said you got to hear our story we we succeeded we failed we succeeded we failed and, and now we we're back on it. top again so so this is what what can happen for everybody you don't have to end in a nasty way you don't have to have Especially, a nasty baby mother you don't have to have you know a nasty uh, a person you used to be with that you used to love and hold and cherish that you can't even see stand to see Mm-hmm. But you told all your secrets to. They know the most. They know the most important and most intimate and vivid things about you, mm-hmm. and you still have that person out there as your enemy. Like it doesn't make sense to me. So, I think that this should encourage more people to really look at the people that they have been in intimate relationships with, and as long as it's not toxic, like examine it. Well, it all starts with being like-minded. I think we were like-minded from very young. Definitely. I mean, again, like I had some, I had some growing up to do along the way, and Aziz has been mature for way longer than me. Um, but I think when you are with a partner or you find someone that you are like-minded with, 
when you don't work out romantically, it is easier tra to tra transition to a friendship. The thing about it, we live in a society where people think that it's wrong. But why is it wrong? If we're both honest, if we're both... That's a good question. If, if we're both honest and we're both not liars or cheaters, then what, is, what, what are you afraid of? If you can start a relationship where you actually t took a chance at it forever with each other on an intimate level, on a romantic level, how could you not be friends? And if we were friends and we weren't having sex, per se, you know, if we weren't having sex as friends, I'm not going to wait to be in a relationship to have sex with him. In the same here. You know what I mean? Like, it, it doesn't quite make any sense. And if I'm, we realize we belong together then through that's other a whole relationships, then those people are, mm, you know, That's a like, conversation we have to have. Who wouldn't want a real? I wouldn't want, to, want anybody with me that wants to be somewhere else. So Absolutely. At the end of the day, they did you a favor anyway. So you want people to be with who they want to be with. Like you said, you want people to be with who they want to be with. So if if that is the case, you can't stop it. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing you can do if it's going to happen. It will. You just have to trust that the person you're with is honest and wouldn't rob you of their, of your choices. Definitely. So this is the opening in season two, creating love snobs. And we hoping to make love snobs out of everybody. We're going to have a bunch of guests. And this season, we're definitely going to invite a lot of people to come have discussions mm -hmm. and talk about relationships and talk about their past. And some people will get very emotional. Some people might yell and scream and mm -hmm. curse us out. We don't know. But we will. You can trust and you can rely on us to actually ask the tough questions and actually really dive into strengthening somebody's heart so they can strengthen other people's hearts and they can better connect with their friends because we are promoting equal relationships. Love snob. Exactly. Love is the highest snob. Highest. It's a high society. If you say I love you, you are bringing somebody into high society. That's why we are love snobs. And love is a group journey, so you you don't you don't do this alone. Definitely. So this is the end of the first podcast on season two of Accountable Love. All right, all right. My name's Aziz. Aziz. I'm Jerry. All right. Good night. Good night.